Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. I hope you're doing all okay. The NFL season's coming very close now. We had the Hall of Fame game the other day. We have the Steelers and the Cowboys. Okay, it wasn't all the starters, but at least we got NFL football back in our lives over here in the UK and in the US as well. I'm joined with my co-host, Andrew, once again. And we are joined once again by Samantha Sam of uh, the AFC South Fans Battle Podcast. Uh, she joined us for the, the first episode of the Future of the Franchise series, the Trevor Lawrence pick, and then... She has now returned now to talk about Travis Etienne today. And we have an incredible extra guest as well with us. We have Trey Smith, running back of Wyoming, whose dad, uh, Jimmy Smith, was wide receiver at the Jacksonville Jaguars for some time. I do believe I have the year 95 to 2005, so a while ago, but still a legend over there in Jacksonville. So it's going to be great hearing from Samantha as a Jags fan and hearing from Trey being a running back at college and uh, especially talking about Travis Etienne as well, being running back that's going into uh into jacksonville trey i hope you've been doing okay camp started again I, I, i'm sure it's been a very busy schedule for you how's everything going my man everything's going great We're on day five of camp our coaches are working us pretty good we have a pretty full day so I, I just got a little bit of time off so i came home just to you know take a little nap but you know i'm glad i can get back and talk with you guys i love talking jaguar football but uh camp's going great uh body's feeling pretty sore i need to get a massage sometime soon but uh i'm glad that you guys as long as it's not a deshaun watson massage oh no i guess i guess that's bad timing bad timing bad timing (laughs) (laughs) gotta be careful with those now oh yeah A different sort of athleticism that you've been doing, Sam, save the kids being back at school, organizing that. Are you going to need to go and hit the ice bath and cool down and get the masseuse out there as well? Oh, yeah. I I have to get in the ice tub at least two times a day. I don't stay in there 15 minutes over. No, 15 minutes is tops. So uh, (laughs) that, 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 that gets my body right. I don't think I've ever hit the height of athleticism to be having an ice bath. I don't think I run that hard or do anything too strenuous ever. So I don't know. I can't say I know the feeling, but I can imagine it's quite a shocking, cool one, uh, to say the least. Uh, Sam, again, thank you for coming on. Massive Jags fan as you are. We had a really, really great time with the Trevor Lawrence episode as well. You said you had a lot to talk about with the Travis ETM pick. So we'll head on to you first about this. What was your reaction on the night? You were at the Jacksonville Stadium. You were with with the fans in sort of the fan zone on the field. I saw it all on your uh, social media and it looked fantastic. What was the general vibe when uh, Travis's name got picked out? So, you know, I've had time to cool off since since I saw you guys last. So I'm I'm not as hyped about it. I don't have as much to say because um, I've heard a lot more of why. So I feel better. Um, But draft night at the draft party uh, when they announced, you know, our second pick in the first round and it was a running back, I was like, what? I just remember seeing James Robinson before and he was all hype and stuff like that. And I just remember just feeling this overwhelming guilt as a fan for him. You know, I was like, oh, no, no. Why? Why? You know? So, um, yeah, it was I I, I felt bad Um, now knowing what I know. I guess it makes sense. I I still kind of we'll see, I guess we'll see what happens. I'm not as a feisty about it as I was before we'll say (laughs) well despite the fact you're not as feisty as you were before (laughs) there was a lot of hype about this guy um all through his career if I think if he'd gone in the draft in 2019 he probably would have been the first pick off the board for a running back um but what impressed you the most about his time at Clemson well you know so they had a shortened year Trey knows this last year because of COVID um 
college football season was cut short and uh, they didn't have, you know, too many, I guess, money talking heads. So, you know, so they just ended up shorting, shortening their season. Um, so last year, he, even with the shortened season, he ran like 900 plus yards. And then the two prior was over 1400 yards. So that alone, I mean, Hey, that alone, that's <laughs> speedball. Trey, being a running back yourself, obviously players like Travis, you said you've uh, told us prior to us coming on here that you played against Travis. Um, what do you see in his game that, that really stands out to you? He's just so versatile. Uh, when I, when I first looked at him, I was like, he has a, he's, he was kind of the same height and, and he had great size. So I was like, he could be a power back because he has the strength to power through somebody and he could go out, go line up as a receiver and run a route and score. So like he, he can do anything and he can pass protect. So he's just a good overall all around back to have. Yeah, yeah. I, def I definitely on, put my notes. Uh, uh, make, make look effortless. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's, he's you know he's got all that combined speed, balance. He's even for a good after the contact, uh, real good toughness, and he's not afraid to get stuck in in the short yardage as well, which is really impressive. Do you think Trey? That obviously you being a college running back, you you see players go up to that NFL level. Some people thrive. Unfortunately, others do not do so well as well. Do you think Travis Etienne has the the capability to be able to adapt to the speed and the pace of the game in the NFL in Jacksonville? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, my dad always used to tell me when I was in Louisville, you're 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 at a baby NFL, but it's a college. So like Clemson, you already know the type of rep representation they have. So they're they're basically prepping their players for the NFL, like already in college. Uh, so like I, I I have no doubt that he's gonna excel. Yeah, and Sam, what did you what did you think about his weaknesses really at Clemson? Because though he is a fantastic running back, it is a it is a a very big college. It's known for producing some good talent. Okay, you have got the Alabamas of the world that are seen as more of a factory of talent, I suppose. Um, but did you see any weaknesses in his game going uh, when he enters in the NFL? Well, I think we've lost Sam with you, Sam. That's okay. We'll come back in a second if you take a look at that. We'll chat to Trey a little bit for a moment. Um, obviously, you don't want to be on a running back and be like, you know, he's not good at something. And I can imagine it is putting you in a bit of an uncomfortable position saying Travis Etienne isn't as good at this or whatever. But as, as someone who analyzes the, what running backs do and plays a position, is there any weaknesses that you see that, that might happen within the NFL? Uh, I mean, every back has something that they need to mm. continuously improve on. Uh, but uh, honestly, with Etienne, it's, it's very hard to find a flaw in his game because uh, he, he 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 did so much for Clemson all around the field. You just give him the ball and he just makes plays. Yeah, definitely. I think um, when I analysed it, it's so hard to pick up any weaknesses that I was nitpicking. And um, the one thing I could probably say is he uh, needs to be a little bit more patient with his plays. I find that he's always looking for the big play. He's got that in him and he's always looking for it. And sometimes it gets him into a little bit of trouble. But, you know, um, I'm sure going up into the NFL with the NFL coaches, they're going to coach that out of him. So, um, yeah, not many weaknesses well, at all. If we have Sam back, do you reckon there is any weaknesses to his game? Oh, I, I, I just want to apologize, by the way. 
Um, no, it's all okay. <laughs> kid, the kids just got home from school and they're eating up all my Wi-Fi and FaceTiming me, even though they know I'm on a podcast right now. Um, <laughs> so weaknesses, I mean, like the biggest thing that everybody talked about was his height. And I hate that as a, you know, because look at Maurice Jones-Drew's 5'8", you know. Um, I think as far as it goes, like with who he's playing with, and I think I'll a big driving factor into who who what the reason we picked him up as well um i think that they're it's you know it's kind of like uh trey's dad the thunder and lightning you know cardell and jimmy smith together you know you're gonna have trevor lawrence and travis i mean weaknesses not really is that good is right. that bad i think the I, only I, weakness i, I think would is say bad. is just already having james robinson you know i don't know but as far as a running back it, it i think he's fantastic from the from the outside looking in, you make a great point with James Robinson because he he really splashed last year. I thought he was very impressive. I actually when I looked at his numbers, uh, it, not that I'm unimpressed because these numbers are still fantastic. You know, one thousand seventy yards, seven touchdowns, forty nine receptions, three hundred forty four yards, three touchdowns. They're good numbers. They're not. I, I, they're, they're they're fair numbers. I think for, personally for a running back, and I thought he did really splash onto the scene in Jacksonville. Did, did you think that second pick in the first round it was warranted to take a running back? Because clearly you have a very talented guy on the roster already. Was it maybe a bit of a feeling on the night that it was a bit of a wasted pick? Or, or maybe on the flip side, did Trevor Lawrence have maybe something to do with it? I think that Trevor Lawrence had a lot to do with it. But I also believe that like you don't let that caliber of player fall to anybody else. Hmm. Um, and they've talked a lot about using him... Uh, like almost like a three running back type scheme. Um, and I I think more than anything, was there anybody like at that time that you were like, I'm just going to skip over ETN? No, no, you're not going to let him fall into the hands of anybody else. Uh, you're going to scoop him up while you can. I mean, it, it's rough for James Robinson. I mean, now you have some competition, I guess. Um, but and Urban Myers come out and said how he's going to use them. Is he going to do that? No, because you're not going to sit here and put your playbook. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, you don't let that that caliber of player just go when he's sitting there just free and he's still available. And that was the biggest thing uh, that we found out is that they were just beyond shocked that he was still there. So you have mm. to take him. I mean, he was the best player at that time. So. I, I agree. Probably was the best player at that time as well. Um, Trey, uh, from the player's point of view, James Rob with James Robinson, do you think he sees that pick and, and welcomes it with open arms? Sees it as well. We can really do a bit of a tandem thing going on, a little bit like uh, I suppose when Mark, Mark Ingram was well with, with the Saints and then with the Ravens, when it's him and Kamara, one is more the pass, ca pass catching back and one more is the power back. Same with in with Ravens, even though Lamar Jackson is taking up a bit of that running back mantra as well. Do you think it is, do you think James Robinson sees it as that as well? Okay. I've got a guy here, but we can work together and we can really light this offense up as well as having a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah. He's definitely going to embrace him for sure. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, teams aren't, aren't going to go to the Super Bowl with just one running back. I mean, unless you're Derrick Henry. So like you teams are being carried by committee, like the Kansas city chiefs. So, uh, I, I believe the running back room got a lot better with that draft pick. Trey, um, for those of people that didn't get to see him at college, who would you say his comparison was in the NFL currently, and can he live up to that hype? Oh, man, that's a... 
I have to say Aaron Jones, to be honest, because I, I think that they're around the same height and they, they do the same things pretty much. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty – yeah, Aaron Jones. The running back from Gravy, I, I think that's his name. Now, Trey, can I ask him a question? I know this isn't my show. Oh, oh no, of course. Of course you can. <laughs> Trey, you know, as being a host, like, I just feel like I, I have to. Trey, since you're a big Madden guy, we found out on podcast. <laughs> Uh, I can't oh no! Hear it. J- j- just, just as about to ask the big question. Uh, <laughs> Say again. I'm curious. Did I freeze out on y'all again? You okay. did. You're gonna have to go again with the question. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm telling you, my kids. I'm, they keep <laughs> FaceTiming me as if I'm not in the next room. Um, who would you draft in Madden? Who would you have as your number one, Robinson or Etienne, in Madden? Since you're a Madden guy, mm, that's a tough one. Because I I I I've set in my mind I got both of them in my backfield already, so that's, that's a tough one. I would have to go with James Robinson because he did a lot of great things last year, and I, I feel like he he at times he was carrying the team. Yeah, that's what that's go. sort of what I I thought as as well with it is that. James Robinson was the excitement of the Jaguars offense a lot last season. Now, I, I love DJ Shark. I really rate DJ Shark as a wide receiver. And I think LaVisca Chanel's definitely got a ceiling that he could hit and he could really take off at some point. Um, I, yeah, they, I, I really felt for him in a way. But like I said, like Trey said, and you've said, Sam, I, I think there is going to be that happiness there and that, that dynamic between them where they will work as a duo. And it could really create a, such an exciting offense for Jacksonville. Jaguars in uh, in 2021. As as I well, I told you, Trey, before we came on, and as Sam knows already, I am a Steelers fan. So obviously, the pick prior was Najee terrible. Harris running back. Mm-hmm. You say terrible, but you know, I I think it was absolutely brilliant pick. But it, who was the best running back in the draft, Trey? For you, was it Najee or Travis, or was there? You know, I mean, was Michael Carter in there? Maybe was there other names in that hat that you thought were, were maybe better? Hands down, Najee Harris. That's the answer I want to hear, Trey. That's the answer I want to hear. I I want to be forthcoming. I wasn't saying terrible towards your pick. I was saying terrible towards your team, sir. Oh, well, yeah, fair. That... Well, that is fair. AFC rivals, I'm okay with that. But Najee Harris, obviously they were both very much, both the guys were, they, everyone was saying, well, it could be either or. There was people in the Najee camp, people in the Travis camp. And then it just so happens that they do go one after the other. But what did you, what did you think, Trey, that Najee was better out of Van Travis? No, I'm not doing this to be like, oh, Steelers made a great pick. I'm just out of the interest of the both the players, really. Yes, uh, yes. Honestly, <laughs> When I watched the Hall of Fame game, I, I was really impressed on, on how he ran the ball. I mean, he only had like 22 yards, but just just watching his the way he had the feel for running the game in the NFL, your first run, like he was running with great aggression, and like like he, he just really impressed me the way he was hitting holes and he converted the first down, and I was like, that's like that's that's a great start. Like I, I pictured myself if I had that start, I would be happy with that start. So uh, I, I just think. His athleticism, and he's just got a big, he's 6'2, he's got a great size. Like, you just, you That's got what you I was going to say, his height. That. Yeah. So, facts. I, 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 honestly, he could be another version of a Derrick Henry, I think. He's that type of running back. I, I, Derrick I really Henry do. with Alvin Kamara's hands. Right. <laughs> 
Well, that makes me very excited as a Steelers fan. But we're here to talk about Jacksonville, not the Steelers. So we'll move back on to onto Jacksonville. Um, we we did did briefly mention it, uh, Sam. But I said about Trevor Lawrence, obviously having a little bit to do with this pick. Does Urban Meyer take Trevor Lawrence immediately? Keeps an eye on Travis down the board. Goes, we're going to have that Clemson duo together. Does it get towards the pick and Trevor Lawrence is on the phone to it to Meyer or, or the back office as well and saying, you know, we should go Travis here. We could do what we did in Clemson here in Jacksonville. How how much really did he? Is he on the call? Is he in the obviously not in the room? But um, how much did he influence the pick? Do you think? Uh, well, we know from a. <laughs> from the media, whether or not it's true, that they had a hard mm. time getting a hold of Trevor Lawrence anyways. So I doubt <laughs> Trevor Lawrence called him. Um, but I I think, you know, keeping those two together, um, you know, when you have two people that have a mojo, like they just mesh, you know, and they play so well together, I think uh, bringing the confidence for both of them, you know, you're, you're been used to playing each other, you're playing with each other, you've won championships together. Um, you know, it's kind of, I, I think it did, Trevor Lawrence being our quarterback did influence it. Now, do I think it was Trevor Lawrence himself who said it? No, no. I, yeah. I, I once again think it all came down to the fact that you're not going to let ETN fall to anybody else at that point. Especially given the fact that we already had Trevor Lawrence. Had ETN been there uh, and, you know, we had, um, you know, the second pick or something and we had Zach Wilson, then no. I don't think we would have picked him up but it just made sense you know some things just fall into your lap like that like josh allen when we got josh allen that was i don't think we intended for him to be there at the time he was there but mm. he he was still there it's like why are you gonna let that go at that time so now you've got that core of the clemson team that did so well like two actual born winners uh do you think that this is gonna uh get success straight away or do you think there's going to be they're going to need time to adapt to the nfl and this is going to be a bit more of a build so that's always like the hardest thing for me you know when people say even with urban meyer coming like are they going to work i mean you just you just don't know um, i hope so <laughs> i i've been a jaguars fan since 1995 as long as jimmy smith jimmy smith was in the league from the time i was in elementary school until i graduated high school okay and <laughs> i have been a season ticket holder since 1996 so do i hope it works out absolutely now do we know we just don't um you're playing it's a i can't say because i don't play football trey may be able to attest to this but from what i understand it's a totally different ball game you're playing now the best of the best you know this is no longer uh college level you are now playing the best you know, corners, the best linebackers, like you're getting slammed, you know? So that maybe Trey would be able to better attest to the difference in the game, but. Everything you said was true, but I think the schedule is in our favor. Uh, we have a chance yes. to snag a good, a good amount of games just based off of who we're playing. So I, I feel like the opener, that, that should be a dub. It should yeah. be a dub. If, if it's not, yeah. then. If it's yeah. not, then that's okay because we're still young. So I, I think we're going to be good regardless. I, I'm very excited. See, obviously, Jacksonville, Jaguars, Trey are coming over to London this year. I only live actually 15 minutes away from the Tottenham Stadium, which is one of the stadiums wow. they visit over here. It's a fantastic stadium. First purpose-built uh, NFL stadium outside of the U.S. Really, it's, it's, it's the Tottenham Hotspur ground, which Andrew doesn't like because he's an Arsenal football fan. There's a massive heated rivalry. He may burst into flames if he enters the stadium, but 
it may be to see. This. I don't know if Jags are playing at Wembley or Tottenham, but that's where the UK games are. Um, as as a with your dad playing for the Jacksonville for so long, did you grow up as a Jacksonville Jaguar? Was it very much mentality? I, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how old you are, what year you were born or anything like that. So your dad may have been out there by then, but was Jacksonville always in grade sort of in your household and the, the team that you you enjoyed watching and that you, that you support, I suppose? Yeah, that Jaguar logo is a part of me, basically, because I, I was born the year that the franchise started playing. And I've been a diehard, you know, I'm always trying to figure out ways to watch the game. I, I had to end up getting Sunday ticket because that's just the best way. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we had a Jaguar engraved in our pool. I had all Jaguars gear, you know. I, it, it, yeah, I, I, I really think I'm Jacksonville Jaguars number one fan, but, you know. But. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep Whoa. it low key. well you have to if you know if they're playing in london maybe you and dad could come over to london maybe watch the game maybe well you'll probably be in season but you never know quick flight turn around it's only it's only a short flight it's only a short flight across the pond um actually he will be there this year as in as in trey and dad or or just jimmy just jimmy ah well well um, we'll the the bold city brigade guys they uh they take care of jimmy Jimmy loves them. Oh, brilliant. Well, oh, hello. This is London. What's your by name? The way. Hello, London. We're this in, is... well, me, we're in actual London. Her name is London. Um, she was the, conceived the night the Jaguars beat the Ravens 44 to 7 in London. Say hi. <laughs> hi. Hello. Really her name. This is the one that's been trying to call me this entire podcast. All right, go play with Bubby. Oh, Sorry. No, don't be sorry at all. It's very lovely to meet you, London. And I'm sure London's going to be just as much a Jacksonville Jaguar fan as you are as well, Sam. So I'm sure she'll see her team in London. Well, yeah, (laughs) she'll be London in London watching the Jags. Um, Trey, we'll talk briefly more about you than Jacksonville Jaguars just for a minute. Obviously, you at Wyoming were at Louisville. Um, What are your expectations for the season to come? Um, I, I know that you're coming sort of towards the end of your college career now are you are you thinking you don't have sales obviously but you're looking towards the nfl are you thinking maybe not is there what what, what's the short-term plans for for trey smith the dream has always been to go to the nfl that's always been my dream never doubted it ever in my life uh i'm focused on just enjoying this last run at college you know just enjoying the relationship i have with my coaches you know eating in the cafeteria i'm really just taking it all in because you know because like this, this is it so, I, you know, I'm just trying to make sure I get all my college dreams out of the way, you know, just 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 the whole college setting. You know, I'm just going to not take it for granted. Every practice, every workout, you know, have a positive view on it, you know, and just live life. I know that see you got to Wyoming um, and Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, was already gone by the point that you had got there. However, you were at Louisville and you did you did play with Lamar Jackson. So mm-hmm. we've got to ask a little bit about Lamar. Um, how was it playing with him? I, it, are you not shocked because everyone knew his talent and everything mm-hmm. like that? But I don't think anyone knew he'd burst onto the scene in the NFL as much as he did, especially in that first year playing over half the season after Joe uh, going over Joe Flacco. Um, were you surprised with how much he popped? Were you, were you not shocked? Did you see it come in? Or what, what was it like playing with him? The whole team, the whole city of Louisville knew this was coming. Um, mm. 
he, he was just that he's just that good uh yeah my dad knew everybody on this planet should have known i don't know why everybody was trying to downplay because he saying he couldn't throw like he was throwing dimes in practice like i mean every quarterback has a bad throw in, in the game or something that everybody makes their opinions but he, he can throw he can run he's gonna end up being the legend so other than yourself uh, possibly going into the draft next year, who should we be watching out for in the draft next year? Oh, we got a lot of guys on our team. Uh, actually, scouts have been pouring in these first three practices, and it's it's on a level as Power 5 conference. Like, we've been getting multiple, multiple scouts coming through. And uh, we've we got a linebacker, Chad Muma. Our defensive line is just outstanding. We, we had some guys opt, opt out last year, and now we're back at full strength. Uh, Xavier Valade, he, he – He's our number one running back. We got Sean Chambers and Levi Williams, two good quarterbacks that have experience. And uh, Coach Bowl, he's an old school coach, so we're still going to run it down people's throats. But <laughs> now there's going to be a little razzle dazzle this year with our new OC, uh, Tim Polisak. He came, he came from Iowa. He was their OC. Yeah, OC. And uh, yeah, really high hopes. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to... I, I unfortunately do not watch as much college football as I should. I've been trying to get into it. Well, I was going to get into more last year and then obviously the inevitable happened with COVID and stuff. So it was less likely the games were going to happen. But Andrew's been watching college for a lot longer than me. has a lot more knowledge from me about how it all set uh, sets up. But um, with... Well, I mean, you say the players that are coming through and everything like that. Is it... Is this mentality of preparing for the draft and things like that, is this even when you first get to college is that this is obviously it's the plan for every player and since every player wants to get the NFL, but that preparation is that years in the making before it goes into the actual draft into draft season. Yeah. 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 Your, your position coach, as soon as you get to college, he's, he's giving you little tools to put in your toolkit to help you become a professional and how to carry yourself, how to explain a playbook to a scout or, you know, just how to become a professional running back. So uh, mm. you do that basically. That's, that's what I've been doing all each single year, all seven years. I've, I've been just gathering information from different players, different coaches, different experiences, and just trying to become the best player I can be. And and I had a very good practice today, so I, I think it's really all coming together. <laughs> you, you do you seem pumped. Wanna, <laughs> you seem pumped you about it. Do, Trey, if you don't, if you don't actually play, don't you want to do scouting or something like that? Yeah, scouting coaching. I, I haven't totally made up my mind yet because I'm I still have a love for food, and I, I I would like to like maybe try to be a chef or something like try to go to chef school for a little while. Do it but, all. Why I not? Know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just lingering in my brain. You know? Well, too me and Look me it. and Andrew are both in hospitality, so you know mm -hmm. if you we we all we are struggling for chefs and waiters <laughs> and everything over here. So if you need anywhere to come and learn to cook, I work at a very very good restaurant in London. We'd be, I'd be more than happy to get Trey Smith a job. It, my book, I would love to me. come to London. <laughs> you could look at Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was the GM, the coach, the personal trainer, the chef. Like he did everything with the Texans. You know, you can do anything you set your mind to. <laughs> that, just because you can do anything you set your mind to doesn't mean you should do anything you set your mind to because. Doesn't That's always true. work out, Houston Texans. Um, guys, I, <laughs> thank you both. Thank you both for coming on. I really appreciate it, Sam. It's been great having you. You're a wonderful guest. Uh, yes, you're a wonderful host as well, and a brilliant Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Trey, it's been great having you on as well. Getting the college running backs perspective, the college players perspective, and me and Andrew, uh, the franchise, like, wishes you all the best of luck with 
your future endeavors at college in Hope, Wyoming, the Wyoming Cowboys. Am I correct on that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, hope, I hope they have a great season as well. And uh, again, Sam, thank you for coming on and thank you for thank both you. being here. And uh, yeah, thank appreciate you. it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your continued support with the franchise tag. The future of the franchise series, we've had a ball doing it. There's going to be a lot of them probably next few weeks because we're getting close to the season and we need to catch up on ourselves a little. But very shortly, the season will start. More pre-season to come. Fantasy football now is getting so huge with all the drafts starting. So football season is really upon us. College football starts soon as well. But keep an eye on everything that the franchise tag podcast is doing. We'll see you all very soon and have a great rest of your week. Cheers, guys.